My next guest is a certified business coach who helps boss mamas not only kill it in their business, but also remember that they, as women, matter too. She wants to help women connect to their power, believe in themselves, and have the courage to go after their dreams while raising their babies. Please welcome Christina Popovic. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Today, I have Christina Popovic on the episode. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay, this is so fun. Okay, really big fun fact. I followed Christina from the moment that I saw her on one of HCI's uh, promo video. So as I was actually finding and looking and searching for a coaching school. And when I popped up on the HCI page, she popped up on there and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. She's so inspiring. I want to do this too. So I just want to thank you for being such an incredible inspiration to me and to so many other women in the coaching industry. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the 10K in 10 weeks um, challenge that you did and you are the winner of that challenge, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you tell me more about the amazing feeling that was brought up to you when the challenge was there and you said, let's go, let's do this. And then you actually won it. Like, how did you feel in that moment? In the moment of winning or in the moment of which moment specifically? <laughs> yeah. Of winning. <laughs> of winning. Oh my gosh. Oh, it is like, a, it's, it's literally a dream come true because getting to that point you know, mm. I dreamt of it and I prayed about it. And it, it was a, you know, it was a journey from probably, you know, a good six months prior seeing the previous set of 10K finalists on the stage. You know, I was at that HCI Live and just soaking in that inspiration and mm -hmm. feeling like, oh my gosh, these incredible women, man. I wish that could be me, you know, that's, and then, yeah. and then there's the, there's the, like, I wish that could be me. And then there's like, that's gonna be me. But then there's the, you know, the, the fear that's like, no, you can't, you can't do that, you know? And then six mm -hmm. months later to be on the stage, first of all, was just a, it, it, at that point it didn't even, you know, it's like the winning is like the cherry on top of the whole ice cream, but it's just being there was just like, wow. Um, yeah. it, I mean, to this day, it's like, I don't want to say it's the best thing that ever happened to me because, <laughs> you know, I've got kids, I'm married, you know, I don't want to say it's the best thing, but like, 
I'm sitting at my desk right now and I actually have, you know, the big check that they, that they gave me. I'm literally sitting in front of it. So like I have it hung up on my wall in front of my desk so that when I sit and I work, like I remember, I want to tap into that feeling. I want to borrow from that girl. You know what I mean? And, And remember like, that's me. I did that. And and so it's hard to describe, but it, it's definitely um, something that I draw a lot of inspiration for, for myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I remember the, the intro or the speech that you gave, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that really stood out to me was when you told people that the only reason they see the light in you is because they have it in them mm-hmm. and they recognize that in you. And I felt like, oh my gosh, this is so true. So what would you say to someone who wants to shine their light, who wants to start a business, who wants to do the thing, but they're still holding back? What would you tell them? Yeah, I think we all hold back, you know, at certain Mm -hmm. times, you know, even still now, like having, having accomplished that amazing accomplishment, I think that there are cycles, you know, we go through Mm -hmm. um, times where we're more connected to our own power and times where we're less connected. There are times where I hold back, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but my, my advice would be to find, to, to really dig and find the things that help them to get back connected. Because when we're Mm -hmm. shrinking back, when we're, when we're hiding, when we're dimming our light, we're not connected to our our, our power. We're not seeing ourselves that way. We're not feeling who we really are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so how knowing yourself enough and, and discovering that and, and doing the work to discover what helps me to reconnect to that place? What was I doing when I was on fire? When I felt mm. so connected to my power, what was mm-hmm. I doing? Who was I being? Who was I connected to? Who was I surrounded? Like what helped me to be there and stay there and how can I bring that into right now because obviously there's some things that need to you know to shift um so I would say you know do the work to find what are those things for you it could be something you know it could be it could be a number of things it could be connecting to your spirituality it could be rereading a certain book it could be listening to a certain podcast or a certain Mm -hmm. you know um following a certain person that really inspires you, you know, it could be so many things looking. Oh my gosh, that's a good one for me. For me, it's looking back on, on yourself, on your own journey, on what are the things that you've already done? And I, I keep yes. a journal, uh, from the very beginning of my business, I, I kept a journal of celebration. So I would try to, as often as I can, you know, think of it write down in that journal, big celebrations and small celebrations um, so that I can look back and see all along the way, all these little steps that were leading me towards the bigger wins, but all these little things and to remember how far I've come and to remember that even in the midst of, you know, I could, cause when you look back and you reread journal entries, you can see, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that two days later, <laughs> you know, I was going to sign my first, you know, 10 K client, or I was going to, you know, do X, Y, or Z. Like I, I had no idea. And yet I kept, I kept doing the things in faith. I kept putting myself out there. I kept making the investments. I kept, 
mm. you know, what it, whatever it was. So to look mm. back even on yourself and that can really help. I know it's very helpful for me to tune back into, man, that woman's awesome. And that's me, you know, <laughs> to really, yeah. to really tap into, you know, get connected to that version of yourself that, that, that you want to, that you want to, um, borrow, you know, boldness from. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. I love this. I love this conversation. And I also remember you saying that it's who you're being on the road to accomplishing your goals that matter as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. (laughs) Absolutely. And At the time of recording this episode, today is Veterans Day. I wanted to thank you for your service. Christina has been in the Navy. She's an amazing woman. She has done so many things in her life. Um, What would you say is the biggest lesson uh, from being in the Navy that really taught you, like, like, where's the relation in your business today? Or what did you learn? Or what pieces from that experience have you really um, ingrained in your business or in your life? The first thing that comes to mind when you ask me that is, you know, when you sign up for the military, I signed up for a four-year contract. Mm -hmm. And when you sign up and you sign on that dotted line, like there's no quitting. There's no like, Mm -hmm. you know what, like I'm having a really (laughs) bad day or bad month or bad year. Like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like there's no quitting. You signed a contract and you're going to do your time whether you're kicking and screaming or you're thriving, you're going to do your time. And there were times during those four years where I didn't love it or I I was struggling or I was, you know, it felt hard or whatever. And then the fact that I could not just quit, the end result of getting through those four years and being able to finish out that contract and, you know, um, you know, leave honorably and, 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 um, you know, do what I set out to do. That feeling is wow. an amazing feeling. And when you can look back on the end of something that was challenging at times, you're so proud of yourself, right? You see all the good things, all the growth that happened, all the opportunities that because of that, you have all these different opportunities or friendships or connections or, um, you know, education, all the things, right? You can look back and say, man, I'm so glad that I wasn't able to quit because had I not been contractually bound, I would have quit so many times. And, and there's a piece of me that's kind of, that's, I I actually want to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe myself this way anymore, but there was a time where I would kind of describe myself as a quitter. Like when things got hard, I would quit or I would want to quit. And so the military, having that experience where there's no quit, there's no <laughs> quitting button and knowing how good it felt to get through the ups and the downs and come out, you know, in the end, that helps me in my business because there's going to be times, you know, even as a successful business owner, I mean, you're on fire and you can, you can, (laughs) I'm sure that you would agree that there are times where it feels hard or there are times where, um, you know, you feel hurt by a situation or you, you wonder if this is for you, or maybe you want to quit, or maybe you do quit for a little bit, you know, maybe you quit (laughs) for a month or two or a day or whatever. Um, but remembering that, that if you can get that when you decide 
that this is something I'm deciding to do. You know, this is something that I, there's nothing else I want to do more. There's nothing else that I, this is my purpose. So I am, I'm doing this thing. I'm not, there's no, there's no plan B. Like this is what I'm doing. And so the ups, the downs and everything in between, that's fine. I'm going to keep on marching forward. Even if I'm down for a little while, I'm going to get right back up and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to get to the part where I feel like I can look back and say, wow, I'm so glad I didn't quit. I'm so glad I kept going. Look at this amazing thing that I've built. Look at all the women that I've been able to help. You know, hearing certain women tell you how you've changed their life or you've Mm -hmm. helped them to get to this place or, you know, thank you for being a part of their journey. Like, Mm-hmm. that makes it all worth it. So I think that yes. <laughs> I would say that that's what I, that's what I can kind of, um, not necessarily that I learned from the Navy, but the, the parallel that I can draw between mm-hmm. being in the military and, um, you know, building a business that you love. Wow. This is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment in business and why is that? You know, we touched on it a little bit and I mm-hmm. think that, um, I think there's two parts to it and, and we touched on the first part. It was, you know, being on that stage, uh, the HCI stage and winning the 10K challenge when, you know, just six months prior to that, I hadn't had a single client yet. Having that really helped me to feel into like the the world of possibility like what is possible what more is possible for me and how much is possible for us you know when we just like dare to dream and dare to bet on ourselves and dare to be bold you know um and dare to ask and dare to create and um you know just feeling that was definitely like the first big thing that really helped me launch forward. And then I would say that, you know, the part B of that, that was, that was the beginning point of being able to reach, you know, six figures in my business in my, my officially in my second year. But, you know, that year that I, that I was on the 10 K stage reaching a hundred K, you know, I booked one thirty and and reached a hundred, you know, paid to me. And that, I would have never dreamed of making a hundred K like the job that I left to, to start coaching. I made 30,000, you know, before taxes. And I, I was, i thought that was a really good job. Like I, I was proud to say what I did and I was proud of that job. The, the, the thought of making a hundred thousand dollars working for myself, doing something I loved had never, like that wasn't even in my realm of possibility. So to be able to do that, was like those two things. Yeah, those two things. (laughs) Those two things. That's amazing. Wow. Amazing. I don't have any words. I'm like, this is too good. (laughs) Amazing. So um, I ask this to every single guest on my podcast, um, and I'm really curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? It's such a good question. It mean this makes me like emotional. Like I'm like trying not to cry. It makes me emotional because to me, 
I know that I was born, like I know that I was created to be a powerful leader. And mm. so for me to be a powerful leader, to me, it means living my purpose. It means living my life to the full, doing what I was made to do. Like I was literally like knit in my mother's womb to be this force. Mm-hmm. And for me to do that means that I am walking in my purpose. I'm I'm doing the thing that I was created to do. And anything less than that, anytime I'm shrinking back, anytime I'm playing small, that's not me living fully. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it just means walking in my purpose, which is huge. And then I would say, you know, it means being a, it means that the the people the women specifically the women who are you know i kind of i kind of picture myself as this warrior woman and so i'm in i'm in the forefront of the battle but there are all these soldiers behind me all these other women who maybe in that moment aren't, aren't as brave as me or aren't as you know the but I'm the leader, like I'm the leader in that battle. And so they're looking to me to know, okay, we've got this, like, let's be brave ladies. Like (laughs) let's go charge and like win this war. So to me, like, that's what being a powerful leader is. I I imagine myself at the forefront of this battle as a, as an example of strength so that the people behind me who are kind of in my wing of protection know that all right like they it gives them that confidence to mm-hmm. to to be the warrior that they are you know to 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 shine their light brightly right because you look to the leader like in battle you're if the leader falls like people know they pretty much won the <laughs> battle right because the yeah. people they're drawing their energy from the leader being brave and being bold and, and, and leading them into battle. And so that's what it means to me, like being a mirror. And I said this in my speech on, on the 10 K stage, like, I want to be a mirror to you that if I can do it, you can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. I I don't want to say nothing special because we're all very special, but I'm no more special than anyone else. I, I, I don't have anything you know, I wasn't born with millions of dollars. I wasn't, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't have anything that, that sets me apart. Like, oh, that's why she can do it, but I can't do it. And I love that about my story. I love that because that's that's part of the power of it, of like, I want you to see me and know, wow, if she can do it, I can do it. You know, it's like, it's, it's like that, the phenomenon that happens when like a record is broken and then mm. as soon as the record is broken, a bunch more people start to break that record. Because once you see that something is possible, then it's like you expand. You you expand to reach that once you know it's possible, you know? Yes. Oh, my gosh. This conversation is giving me life. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this. And I know, like, you spoke about purpose and yeah. really walking your purpose. So what would you say to someone who's finding what that is? Or what's a tip you could give them to find and really um, be like, okay, I think this is my purpose and this is the path that I'm going to follow? 
yeah, I would say there's a couple steps and I have been in that place. Um, that's actually how my, my journey started. So right before I found HCI, um, I had gone through a year, uh, an internship at my church and that entire year, like the purpose, the, why, the reason why I signed up for that is because I really wanted to find my purpose. I did not know what it was. I didn't know that coaching even existed. <laughs> I felt lost and I was already in my thirties, you know, I was already in my thirties and I felt like, man, there's more to life. I'm meant to be doing more. I don't know what it is. And it was like irritating almost. It was like, mm-hmm. I need to know. I want to know. Um, and so I went through this whole process, but I would say, you know, it, from the point where I was like annoyed and, and, and just like anxious and aggravated that I didn't know to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I know what it is. That was a year. That was almost exactly a year. Um, and there was a lot of prayer in that. There was a lot of, um, a lot of asking to receive that answer, whatever that looks like for you. You know, for me, it was prayer. It was leaning into what I felt God telling me. Um, so it's it, it, it's asking. It's asking and then being open to receive what those answers are and to remember that, uh, and again, like this comes from a place of faith, but anyone can can kind of apply this in their own way of God speaks in a still small voice. God doesn't speak in, you know, there's a verse that says God isn't in the, the storm, he's not in the fire, he's not in the lightning, he's not, he's in the, the still small voice. And so it's trusting that when you hear something, you know, that, that might be, um, some people might call it your intuition. If mm-hmm. you hear something or feel something in your intuition, to trust that, because what happens is most of the time it doesn't feel really sure, right? It's like this little small voice. And so we discard it because we're like, no, 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 like I can't do that. That's not possible. You know, it's not the logical, it's not the logical thing. It's not the, you know, the sure Mm -hmm. thing. And so we, if we discard it, we don't get any closer to, to finding that answer. But I think that when we can intentionally listen to that little small voice, that's that little tiny percent (laughs) that says, I can do this. I think I'm meant for this. something in me is pulling me towards this. Something in me is saying, say yes to this. Listen to that. Listen to that. Yes. Listen to the voice. (laughs) And it'll guide you. It'll guide you. Absolutely. Wow. This is an amazing conversation. So I also know you talked about the energy and looking at the leader as this source of energy and calibrating to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you have a family, you have two young kids. So how do you always keep your energy high or like what's one tip that you could give around energy? Mm. Again, it's finding it's, it's self-discovery. It's finding mm-hmm. what are those things that give me energy? And that's going to be different for everyone. But for me, I've known for a long time, you know, certain key things for me, exercise is a big one. Yes. Getting my exercise in. I, I come back from the gym. I'm on fire. I'm ready to go. But if I don't get that time in that energy, it's, it's low. And even on the days where I don't feel like going, when I come back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I went. I feel so much better. That is a huge source of um, refuel for me, taking that time and moving my body. Um, That is a big source for me. Um, But it's finding out what is that for you? What energizes you? Because you need to do the work to find that out so that you can add more of that into your day. Because if not, especially as, you know, as moms, 
especially with young kids, you know, babies, <laughs> it, it can be very depleting, especially with COVID and being isolated and being, you know, away from our friends. If you're someone who, who draws energy from being around other people, you know, you may be really suffering right now. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's finding ways, what is this, what energizes me? So for me, it's, it's exercise, it's music, it's my work. Oh my gosh, like that energizes me. I, I love to just be able to sit down at the end of the day and dive into my work. I love it. Um, for me, you know, serving in that way, it lights me up. I, 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 I want to I, I wanna be doing it all day long and I, I don't get to do it all day long. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's that kind of energy. Like it, it, it gives me fuel rather than take it away. And I think that's the difference when you know that you found what you're meant to do. It's the difference between, you know, the person who dreads going to work and just comes home just depleted and the and, and me, I'm like, "No, I want to work. I want to work. I love it. I love what I get to do." Um and so that energizes me, but it's finding those things and and obviously, um you know, for me it's 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 intentionally connecting throughout the day, first thing in the morning, I try to, and then throughout the day. And and last thing at night is connecting with God because he's my source. I mean, really, mm-hmm. um, all the other things are, are gifts from him and tools that he's given me that I enjoy. Yes. But, but ultimately like that real source is, um, is, is God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, this is a true story. I was following Christine on Instagram and she was posting like stories of her workouts while being pregnant with her second child, Reina. And it was so inspirational. I was like, oh my gosh, if she can do it, I can do it too. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know you were following me then. That is so funny. I'm glad. Yes. Like, so I've been funny. following you for a while and it's just like a dream come true for me to have you in here on my podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. so do you have any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with our audience Hmm. yes I do (laughs) like what what which ones should I pick you know um one of the things that that I always talk about and I think is really important is Mm -hmm. not waiting until you're ready if you're if you're trying to wait till you're ready you're going to be waiting way too long. <laughs> you're long not going to feel ready. You know, I don't feel ready. Like you probably don't feel ready. I've, I think I've heard you say that too. It's like you, you've got to start, mm-hmm. allow yourself, give yourself permission to start messy. It's not going to be perfect. You know, no one's as perfect. I was just watching a video. Um, uh, I was just watching a video and these people have like 500,000 followers. And their Whoa. video wasn't perfect and it was good. It was, it's a good, I love seeing that because it helps me to realize, well, if they're not doing it perfect then <laughs> I don't have to do it perfect, you know what I mean? Um, so don't wait till you're ready. You don't need it to be perfect. Just start, just, just put yes. out your stuff, you know, it's, um, so that's one thing. And then my other thing would be, to trust yourself. And we touched on that, you know, trust yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling like, whether it's the, 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 you know, the coach, the program, the, you know, uh, hiring a team member for your business, 
whatever it is, hiring any kind of support, if you feel like that, that just that gut feeling that, oh man, this is the right thing, you know, trust that because it, that's what, that's what gets you, you know, that's what accelerates your growth. Yes. I love this. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us. Where can people go to connect with you further in the online space? Yeah, I think um, the main place that I hang out, as you know, is Instagram. So you <laughs> yes. can find me on Instagram. Um, I share a lot in my stories. I try to be in my stories every day, all day, as much as I can. I try to give value. Um, and so Instagram, it's Christina.popovic. Yay! Thank you so much again for all your time and for being here. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for having me. It was a true honor. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.